Hello and welcome to the latest episode of the Bullshit Detective podcast. Uh, My son's playing some really loud music at the moment, so you might be able to hear that. I'm not sure. But anyway, today I have been talking to Paul Latimer, who is a a market research fella. Uh, But we actually had a chat about, well, LinkedIn and whether it's actually a real platform for doing real business, whether it suits most businesses, whether it's appropriate, all that kind of thing. We also had a little bit of a natter about all the influencers, the, the people who who seem to feel like they're famous, and then people who coach people on how to use things like LinkedIn and whether there's real value in paying for that or if they're just preying on the, the people that don't know how to think for themselves. But anyway, have a listen. I hope you enjoy it and I will catch you briefly at the end. Remember to subscribe um, and before the podcast starts, there's a little bit about Patreon and how you can contribute financially to the upkeep of the podcast. Anyway, I'll catch you again briefly at the end. Bye. I've just added this little bit in because I wanted to talk to you about patreon.com. Patreon.com is a website that allows people who produce content to monetize what they do. Now, I've been doing this podcast for four years now. It's always been free. It's still going to be free. But Patreon.com enables me to to allow people to contribute financially to the podcast. So a bit of income for me. And actually, more importantly, a bit of an opportunity to invest in my podcast in some equipment to make it sound nicer all that kind of thing. Um, I'd like to develop my podcast further. It's come a long way in those four years. And well, assuming that people like it, which I think they do, I've had some good feedback. So in order to continue and improve, you might want to go on to patreon.com forward slash bullshit detective, and you can make a donation. You can make a monthly donation, 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 which would be the price of a cup of coffee or a beer or a packet of sweets or some broccoli from the supermarket, that kind of thing. It's up to you. Uh, no pressure. If you don't want to, that's fine. You can carry on getting your podcast. If you want to contribute, you can support the podcast so that everyone can have a podcast. But anyway, enough said. Patreon.com forward slash bullshit detective. I will let you now get on with the podcast and stop bothering you about money. Cheers now. Hello. Hello. Ah. How are you doing? I'm all right. I'm playing around with uh, my my earphones and and talking with the phone in my hand and trying to figure out settings and things. Can you hear me okay? It sounds fine, yes. Good stuff. Good. How are you? I'm all right, actually. Yeah, I've not been... Yeah, good. Not been up that long. Okay. Honest, um, Fair enough. Nice, nice sunny day. Not much. Saturday, to do. isn't it? Saturday. Yeah. Are we supposed to say it's Saturday? Can we say it's Saturday? Well, we have done now. Yeah. Oh, blimey. All this, all this goes out. All this goes out, yeah. Paul. So the conversation about your headphones, it all goes out in the podcast. Oh no! How so embarrassing. Be, be careful what you say. I will. Don't don't say fuck or anything like that. <laughs> you had to go there didn't you I've, well yeah I was going to go the C word but I thought no that's not no no don't do that don't do that it might come out later given given Good. what we're going to talk about yeah <laughs> which which was sort of well we've we had quite a long conversation I don't know week before last maybe even last week mm-hmm. I don't know yeah um, and it was sort of prompted by the the sort of theme of well we're, we're obviously both um quite heavily into LinkedIn and this concept that that LinkedIn is for losers mm-hmm. was the sort of phrase that that that, that we coined um yeah. and it's just an interesting one so um it, it doesn't sort of for me and I don't think for you it doesn't come from a place of having a go at people telling people no. they're losers um but I suppose in principle if if someone has a successful business and they have all the success they want they probably wouldn't be on there 
Well, yes, I think I think that's a that's a, a, a reasonable start point. I mean, <clears throat> I think if if someone posed the question to me, is is LinkedIn for losers? There's there's probably two answers. The first is no, of course it's not. But secondly, hmm, hang about. Let me just think about that a little bit more. Um, and and the way that that, that I think about this is, <clears throat> LinkedIn's a very very interesting little experiment if you like and the whole social media thing to me is quite an interesting experiment because it does mirror society and reality yeah and it's a bit of a that. social experiment isn't it that's how it, i would describe it, it and that's sort of how i've used it i think to a large extent exactly and and i and i'm seeing pretty much as, as this is a generalization and i make lots of generalizations and people say oh that's outrageous how could you say that but as a generalization everyone's on linkedin everyone who's white collar worker everyone who's in a sort of a business sort of pen pushing tapping computers is probably on linkedin i.e they have an account but there is a big difference between just being on linkedin and being active yes and i think that pretty much every one of my clients and client organizations and people i'm dealing with have got linkedin accounts they've all got them and it's a rite of passage it's a thing that grown-ups do it's like yes you, you leave home you get you, you you pass your driving test you you find a life partner you get a job and you join linkedin and it sort of says yeah. <laughs> i'm grown up yeah yes and um <clears throat> i think that's where it often ends for most people but it's only the likes of the you's and me's of this world who have really explored it more and and i'm very, 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 very late to this. Uh, I have a yeah. LinkedIn account for uh, <clears throat> years or so. Yeah. Um, but I think it's only latterly that we, we, we see what the potential is. Yeah, I mean, I, I've, I've, I've had an account, a bit like you said, you know, it's like, oh, this is something I should do. So I have, yeah. a, well, an online CV, really, nothing more than that. Yeah, yeah. Um, never used it. And it was only, um, well, I... I I think I've said to you, I mean, I sort of came out of this, this the, the engineering career I was in and the last 10 years have been sort of flapping around doing sort of different things. And, and I, I've used it as a as a, a sort of bit of a tool to to work out what I want to do, really. Mm. Mm. Um, so I was on it, you know, I've had an account for 10 plus years and this was, I think, three years ago. I was looking at social media and, I, you know, fed up with Facebook, Twitter. It's just, well, you know, just look at, looking at these other these other platforms and they were no, isn't it? And, and I didn't really realize, well, I didn't realize what LinkedIn was now mm. because my experience of it was, it was what well, my memory was. It was just really boring posts about machinery and stuff. You know, it was just very, very, very businessy. Um, and I think that's, and I that's quite, where it's come from. Yeah. Yeah. And I was quite surprised. Um, when I, when I started having a sort of bit of a dig around, um, mm. I mean, when I first went on it, it was, it still seemed a bit boring, but once you start to connect with people, Mm. And your feed starts to, you know, your news feed starts to fill with, with, with um, content from those people. Mm. I was kind of, I was quite, quite surprised. Yeah. Um, so it, it almost, it has, it, it has more of a Facebook feel to it than it, than it used to in the, um, you know, I suppose going back to the, the whole sort of concept of the conversation, LinkedIn is for losers. It's not, it's not so much that. I just think a lot of people are, are socializing on there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I think, um, you know, I mean, I mean, I know we've got, we sort of, you know, I, I don't know how many people actually do any real business on there or, or certainly people who wouldn't have done, done a fair amount of business anyway. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 as I say, I, I'm tending to view that if everyone's on there, but there's only the actives and again, numbers are, are difficult to come by, but there's a, there's a general feel that it's about 1% of, of, of members are active. And yes. I think they skew into the likes of you and me. And this isn't a derogatory comment, but I think, you know, what I call ourselves, I call my business a micro business. You know, yep. SMEs can be up to 250 people. So I'm not really an SME. I'm a micro business. And that's, that's you know, that's not a negative term. It's just a truthful, I'm, I'm a very small operator and very agile and all that good stuff. But it's what I think is happening. And, 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 and the thing is that those micro agile businesses that are there, but they're almost like I, I feel at times we're a bit like we're like performers. We're like circus performers. Um, yeah. And if you imagine LinkedIn is a is a massive, great um, warehouse full of 760 million people. But if we imagine it's this huge warehouse we're the active ones are right in the middle, nattering, gossiping, 
bantering, throwing around useful stuff, um, sharing facts, supporting each other, and the whole range of conversations that go in. But what we've got right around the outside are all of the people who are the inactives, and they are effectively... I think those are the those are effectively our our, our potential. They're our potential buyers. They're they're the people yeah. we want to engage with. But they haven't realised that you can join the conversation because, unfortunately, a lot of them, particularly in client companies, can't do it. They, they they're restricted. They don't have the freedoms that we do. So you've got these sort of circus performers, as it were, in the middle. You know, making wacky statements and spoof this and jokey that and also sharing yeah. some good stuff and i think the people yeah. on the outside are a little bit confused and they go well, actually i'm not fun i don't know i don't want to go in i'm not sure i want to join in this and so the people in the middle these really really active people the likes of you and i we're investing quite a lot of time in this but there is this big question that if we were that successful would we be used that way and i think it's although LinkedIn as a whole isn't for losers because there's too many people. Those who are actively overselling or actively trying too hard, do they seem desperate? And that's, that's, the, that's the question I've got. And is that overactivity a sign of, you know, is it sort of almost narcissistic and attention seeking? Actually, you know, that they are struggling in their own business. And therefore, a part of me worries that actually by being associated with that high level of activity, is that giving the wrong impression of our business success, if you like? And, and just I'm going to shut up in a minute because I do have a tendency to waffle on. <laughs> but right. Think of it. Think, think of it like a dating site. 20 years ago, dating sites were a bit of a joke. I mean, I when I was at university. It was a joke to send each other's mates uh, dateline entry packs. Yeah. That's yeah. That, you know, it was like <laughs> yeah. not very funny, but it was what we did. <laughs> yeah. And twenty years ago, um, you know, if you're on a dating site, it was like it was a bit questionable. Now it appears to be much more acceptable. I mean, I don't know because I don't go on one, but I I get the impression that it is much more normalised. It's no longer seen as ooh he's on a dating site or she's using a dating site. It's no, that's, that's, that's part of what, and I wonder whether or not we're just at the cusp of this LinkedIn for what we're doing. We're the early adopters and give it another five years time. It will be much more mainstream for all sorts of businesses to recognize that, you know, what the ability of, of this as a network could be. I suppose it's yeah, it's interesting. I mean, I, I think the, the thing that, that stands out to me. I mean, it's you know when 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 you talk about people who 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 very overtly sell, you know, it's mm. the it's the it's the, the direct messaging and all that kind of stuff. Um, I suppose it's just interesting when when we talk about the, the generalizations we make about those people. You know, do they seem a bit desperate? Now, mm -hmm. to some people, yes, because we all have our own interpretation. And I think this is this is one of the almost the dangers of it is that if enough people say something, people start to believe it, mm -hmm. you know? So if we say that people who, people who are sending, you know, direct sales um, messages to people, then they're desperate, but that's not necessarily true. <laughs> um, so in some ways people are potentially missing out on opportunities with those people because they've made this sweeping judgment. It's like, well, mm -hmm. does anyone want to do business with someone who's desperate? No, you want to do business mm -hmm. with someone who's got a bit a, a relatively stable business, depending on what they do. Yeah. Um, so I think I think, and, and maybe this is this is more about the wider the wider impact of social media, in that everyone can share their shit now, can't they? Everyone can mm. put it out there, um, and people form gangs effectively. I mean, we talked about this. Mm. We've we've both got our own gang, yeah, and and mm. our gangs overlap, don't they? We, mm. we mix in a, in a part of, of LinkedIn where we have some connections that, that, that we share and some that, that are, are unique to us in this context. Yeah. Um, so, you know, then you get into things like, you know, pods. So people, people are using social media and people are actually using LinkedIn, you know, engagement pods, gangs of people getting together, 
liking and commenting each other's posts for their own benefit mm -hmm. to to try and skew the numbers basically um, yeah, and, and I think and I, I think a lot of it is, is is it's because it's in its infancy, and I think it's still bedding down. And I don't think LinkedIn really know what they're doing with the platform either. So it no. makes it doubly difficult for us who are on it to actually try and figure out. They are not sure whether they really want to take it in a Facebook direction, or whether they want to monetize it through. It sounds like they're going to actually set up a marketplace so that you can sell your service directly through LinkedIn, and I guess yeah. they're going to take a cut on the revenue. So. Because they're confused, we're confused. And then the people who, who are around the outside, those lurkers for, that, that, that we call them, the 99%, they're doubly confused because they're not even participating in these, dis these discussions. They're not even thinking about it. So it does mean that there are elements that seem a bit of desperation. Um, and, and that sort of just confuses. I think it just mists and, and clouds the whole picture of actually really what's going on with this thing, which I guess makes the whole thing quite interesting. And as an experiment to be involved in, it's kind of fun. Whether or not it's really right for my sort of business or even your sort of business, we won't really know. Um, and, and I think there are what I've talked to you before about. There are some sweet spots. There are some perfect combinations of things that really, really work very well on LinkedIn. And they, you know, that this is the, LinkedIn is a natural platform for it. Yeah. But it doesn't necessarily follow in these early days that everyone can sell everything to anyone on LinkedIn. It, it's not, it's not as simple as that. Well, I mean, I think, I think, you know, even selling, selling is frowned upon weirdly. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. I think that since, I mean, as you know, I've, I've set up a new business with Adam Catchpole, the wise clowns, you know, and, and yep. since we've started working good plug, on that. Good plug there, by the way. Yeah, absolutely. That was a good plug. Get it in there. I mean, it is my <laughs> podcast though, isn't it? <laughs> Is there, have you got a, maybe you could share a URL or something like that. What do they oh, usually we'll do, do on these things? Well, we'll and a strap end. line. But, but you're supposed to do that. But you're, you can have, you can plug your business later. But, but, but we, we have, we've sort of taken the approach that we're not, we're not selling anything. We're looking for opportunities. No. And, yeah. and actually, that's because of the nature of the business is that, you know, we're not necessarily just looking to exchange our time for money. There might be, mm -hmm. you know, it might, I don't know, we might be, you know, we might be taking equity shares in businesses to help them grow and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah. so it's a, a different way of, it's a different feeling to it rather than just mm -hmm. trying to sell. <laughs> and, yeah. and actually, and I, and for I, me, and it I feels have... easier. It just feels easier. It feels more yeah. comfortable just to sort of keep doing what I'm doing. Yeah. And 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 watch out for the opportunities as they as they drive by, you know. Yeah, absolutely. And, and my my approach to selling is 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 actually not to sell. It is, and it, and and I stumbled across a thing called social selling, and I realised actually I've been doing that all along. I've never overtly gone out to sell. It's a matter of saying, I'm here. This is what I do. If you're interested, come and chat to me. And that, that's yeah. always kind of been the way. Um, I'm not going to force it on you. I want to make it clear about what I do. But, you know, if you want to, if you're interested, I'm, I'm here in this office or on this phone number or, you know, available at this website. But, you know, take it or leave it type thing. I'm not my, my, my business isn't about knocking on doors and saying, hey, let me sell you this. It's not it's not no. double glazing. It's not, you know, it's not uh, household, you know, cleaner door to door selling. It doesn't work like that. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm quite comfortable doing what I'm doing. And, and it's a useful extension. To what i'm doing whether it'll actually work i don't know i, I don't i i i think the jury's still very much out on it I mean, how long uh, for all been, the things that we talked about how long have you been active on there now about 15 months right okay so it's been th it's about three years for me and as i say i think really until until this year i mm. didn't sort of have any clarity around what i'm doing yeah you know it's yeah. just been just keep chucking stuff out there and and sort of see what happens um, but just to pick up on a point, point you made earlier, you know, you, you, there are people who are employed by companies who, who are limited in terms of what they are allowed to do. Yeah. Um, you've also got a lot of people who are limited in terms of what they feel they can do, mm -hmm. i.e. they're shy or whatever, yeah. whatever word you want to use in that. So I, I, I do get people, you know, I, I get people who I connect with and they're fairly new to the platform and they sort of ask for advice and my response is just post stuff, just yeah. post stuff, and, you know, you, yeah. because, because there's, there's a lot of, I don't know. There's a. I suppose there's a, there's some some paranoia. People are worried that one post is going to destroy their reputation. You know, if you post something on social media, it's there forever. It's like, yeah, but yeah. no one's going to look at it. No, exactly, <laughs> exactly. So, so no one's going to go. Well, I mean, some. I, I suppose people might do, but no one's going to go trawling back through three years of 
of my content when I've been posting at least once a day, <laughs> just just to find something 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 that I've done wrong. Are they? No, I, I think mean, if they are, only. Good, if they are, good luck to them. Yeah, I think it would only be if you if you find yourself in a position in the future where you are, you know, particularly, you know, high profile, you know, individual or something. And you actually found yes. yourself, you know, standing as mayoral candidate for whatever, um, you know, the, the I don't know, West of England or Thames Valley or whatever, you know, and someone wanted to dig up the dirt on you then. But I think for the 99.9 percent of us, you absolutely got no uh no, no issues with that. But th there is that. I think there is that underlying fear that people do have, um, and and I I always refer to these people who are too fearful as as the corporate loyalists. They're they're, they're sticking with what they need to do. They're keeping their heads down. They don't really want to. They don't want to build any presence on LinkedIn. They're lurking. They're yeah. they're, they're just in the shadows and looking at what's going on. And, and I think it's a it's a slight shame because increasingly there are going to be advantages of being on this platform on, on LinkedIn and, and doing stuff. And I think if you're in your late twenties, early thirties, and you've not started to play, you really should start to do it because there's a, there's a feeling about loyalty. I think they've got that loyalty to their corporation or their business. And it doesn't always go both ways. It often does. I, I, I think it does often go, but it doesn't always go both ways. And when things go do, do go a bit flat, um, then they may think mm, actually I should have developed more of a presence and actually started to establish myself as a voice as a I hate the thing personal brand but that personal branding thing of actually being I am a person not just an employee um, and I think it will change but again I think it's this is all relatively early days yeah I mean I suppose the pressure will grow to have a personal brand um, I, I, I suppose you know maybe it'll get to a point where where people are suspicious of those that don't have one like why are they hiding? What are they hiding? Mm -hmm. um, which is I don't know. Interesting to hear myself say that. You know, um, so so perhaps it will just be you know becomes just something that that people do. It's like you have to do it. Like you, like you have to have a CV. Although mm -hmm. even you know even the sort of talk around that is changing now, isn't it? it it's uh, you have to have a CV to find a job. It's just just something that you you've got to have. Um, yeah. You know, and, and I think you know websites now are. Not, not a thing of the past, but they're they're not so they're not so important now. No, I think I think it, I, it's so many things are going on at the moment. I mean, it's it's a it's a fascinating time to be alive, believe it or not. Um, you know, we, we one of the things we keep hearing about is the things like you know five five years change in five months or six years change in six months. The workplace is changing. Um, the the number of people who are doing their own thing, the micro businesses must be at a, a you know in, compared to where things were 20 years ago i just i think it's just a it's a different it's a different world um you know we we, we grew up in a corporate world where we expected to have a job working for an employer um but now increasingly it's not just older types not just just you know not just people with experience are setting up on their own guys and gals in their 20s are having the confidence to say actually with a laptop in my kitchen and a url and a and a and a and a, and a, and a an email address uh, and my mobile phone i'm in, i'm in business and that's that's yes. that's quite a difference from, certainly from 20th century i don't know when it started to really pick up but that's that's what you can do these days and that was that wasn't even thought of and you you don't even need an office now of course because everyone's working from home so one of the one of the issues i think for a lot of people said oh i need a i need an office address i need a, pr a proper address you don't even need that no, and I think people are, people are, you know, people don't necessarily have that requirement to buy from people. There are still some people who do, but mm -hmm. but generally, you know, that that's an acceptable way of doing business now, mm. whereas before it, it it wasn't. And look, I think you know, social media has allowed that to happen because mm. if it wasn't for social media and technology, the only way to do it would be to, you know, to go through the phone book and phone people mm. up or go mm. knocking on doors. Mm. <laughs> Um, and actually, the the technology itself has created a lot of these, a lot of these jobs. You know, the the, the graphic designers, the the <laughs> LinkedIn coaches. There's an interesting <laughs> subject that I think we will touch we'll upon. Do. We'll um, come on to that in a minute. Um, yes, which which sort of plays into the conversation also about the people who are too scared to post on on social media, LinkedIn, mm. in in the sort of the context of this conversation, mm. um, because I think with 
with LinkedIn, you've got with, with other social media platforms, because they're not specifically business, you have a layer of, of concern about what might happen if you post. Mm-hmm. With, with LinkedIn, you've then got the added business stuff. Yes. Yeah. So you've got the added culture of business, you know, yes. whatever that is, but yeah. the, 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 the corporate, the stuffiness that, you know, yeah. depending on what, what industry you're from. Yeah. Um, but actually, I think that the, the people who stand out to me anyway are the ones that are, are sort of breaking those, those stereotypes. Mm. Um, so, I mean, there's a woman I've just connected with. She's a, she's a lawyer with tattoos. Right. <laughs> um, and she has set up her own, her own law firm. Yeah. I don't know if everyone has tattoos, but the point is that she's, she's, she goes against those, you know, you wouldn't imagine that a lawyer would have tattoos, would you? Not, not conventionally, not, not, not in the 20th thing, century. Not the, first thing you, not the first thing you think of. No. Um, so, so, you know, she's actually using that as a, as a, as a, as a brand, actually. Yeah. It's part of, part of her brand. So it's quite, it is quite interesting. You know, the world of work has, has changed. There's less, you know, in my, my early years in my in my manufacturing career, I'd be wearing a shirt and tie every day into work, um, and those those yeah. kind of things are yeah. now are now breaking down. Um, you know, I appreciate in certain industries it, it hasn't changed as much, but there's less expectation. I remember people talking about you know yeah. that this guy who turned up in a pair of jeans to a business meeting once, and they just wouldn't have anything to do with him. <laughs> Um, yeah. Because of what it, what it. Well, I guess this is a true story. True. No, story. Because, Sorry, of, because of because of what they made up about that guy because he was wearing jeans. A story they told themselves yeah. about that person. Yeah, this is a true story for me. My very first job interview after I finished my marketing uh, diploma was with a sales promotion agency, and I walked into it and I was yeah. wearing an earring. Um just a stud earring it wasn't like a sort of a you know death metal skull and crossbone type thing you know it was yeah. literally a stud and um the, one of the conversations one of the one of the points in the conversation in the interview was i see you wearing an earring would you would you be uncomfortable if, if we asked you to remove it when you see clients i said yeah i don't have a problem with that at all i didn't get yeah. the job so the first thing i did was i removed the earring for my next interview and yeah. I got the job. Um, now, did the earring have a bearing? I don't know. Uh, but the fact of the matter was uh, the earring never went back in after that because I thought, well, it's obviously offensive enough. That was 1984, I think. Yeah, that was 1984. That was wearing a gold stud in one that's ear. Quite, I mean, that's, and, and that, I that's think... Quite interesting, given what the 80s was like. <laughs> Culturally, musically... You know all the things that were that yeah. were happening in the eighties was was some real yeah. you know some real groundbreaking stuff, wasn't it? You know the boy George, the boy George, and I and, thought it was and, acceptable. Yeah, I was in like all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, I I was I was seeing more and more of it. I mean, I actually at one point me and my mate had three earrings, two in two in one ear and one in the other. It was just like, oh, we're going to outdo each other. That's yeah. what you did, and. um I, I, it was it was becoming commonplace, and I actually had the conversation in the interview. I said, "Well, I understand it's it's almost been normalised, but it obviously wasn't for this this particular sales promotion agency, though I don't think are in existence anymore. But even for a, a, you know an agency for someone to be wearing a, an earring was 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 deemed, you know, I I my interpretation was it was deemed unacceptable. So I dropped the earring, I went corporate, and I entered the you know I got my hair cut. And and it, I never look back. And you, you now look at people with nose nose rings and tattoos up necks and faces and all that sort of stuff. And good luck to them. I I, I don't have a an issue with any of that. But it's interesting how far we've come from one guy sitting in a sales promotion agency interview with a stud in his ear and and basically being effectively told that's not appropriate for business to see where we are in twenty twenty one. And look, I mean, I think I think you know people. People do things to to set themselves apart from other people. Okay, that's what they, that's what people would say. Mm-hmm. They they want to be different. They want to change themselves in some way. Um, but actually, they're setting themselves up as part of just a different group. <laughs> so so it's not yeah, about yeah, not being part of something. It's about being part of something. 
Yeah, it's about being part of the people who dress like this and where the, you know, the, 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 the goths, whatever, whatever, whatever route you took. We've all taken those routes as kids. You know, I, I, I did it with, with oh, what yeah. I wore, you know, um, and you can, oh, see the, you can see the groups in the in the playground at school, the ones that, you know, all, all hang out together. Um, but but what's happened? I mean, yeah. as you know, tattoos is an example. It, it, it's become normal. So we see someone with a lot of tattoos yeah. and we don't think, well, that's unusual. So it actually becomes part of the mainstream. Hmm. So the very, the very thing that's yeah, it does, it does. outside of the mainstream becomes part of the mainstream. So, yeah, I, I feel an out, I'm an outsider because I don't have a tattoo. I don't know about you, Dave, but I don't have a tattoo I, I, on I my have, body. Have, have, so I'm one. now probably in. Okay. I'm not, I won't ask where it, it is. I'm not going to tell you where it is or what it is, but you're never likely to see it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um, <laughs> let's let's leave it Enough there. Said. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll move on. As many people who have tattoos might have started off on their on their sort of tattoo career, but but I think you know, I mean, it does it, this does run into. I mean, it comes from the conversation about about LinkedIn social media. Um, you know, it, it mm-hmm. it's become it has become acceptable. So it became acceptable to post pictures of kittens and dogs and. And all the polls and asking mm. people whether they like brown or red sauce and you know all that nonsense that yeah that does frustrate me because I just think you know at least consider you know ask yourself the question you know just, I wonder if has anyone else posted this before me before you post it just just think about it mm. Um, mm. and mm. and I can sort of sense that LinkedIn are are trying to they're trying to let this thing run but they're also trying to keep the reins on it a bit. So there was a, I, I got kicked off a couple of times last year, um, basically for just okay. having a, having tra- trading insults with a, a very good friend of mine in a, in a, in the thread of, on a post, which is what we do. That's what we do all day by message. We, we call each other yeah. the C word and it's all, it's all just a bit of banter. Um, so I ended up being kicked off and then you go through the process of trying to get back on and I did. And then I ended up having a, having a conversation with someone um, at LinkedIn so I actually talked to a real person yeah. and, and while she was very guarded, you can, you know, you could tell she knows what's going on. She, they see it all. They're monitoring things and, and, and they're yeah. trying to, I don't know, my, this is my interpretation. They're trying to let the platform grow and develop, um, but not get out of control. So I think that the, the spate of kicking people mm-hmm. off and they're still kicking people off is, is less about, the problem that that person person may or may not have caused it's more about we need to send a message out here we need to let people know that they can't just do whatever the hell they want on this platform and they're also and she when she said this you know we've also got to consider the repercussions it might have for us if something does happen through the platform that's bad yeah because yeah. they've got because they, they yeah. don't want to be sued fair enough they're a business um, so I don't know. It's an interesting one because I think people people seem to think that they that that we the public own LinkedIn. They have their right to to be on there and do what they want. Mm. Um, mm. You know, I did. I remember seeing a post of a woman who had been kicked off for whatever reason, and she was actually a I think a LinkedIn trainer or something, and just put this big long post about how she oh she's been she's been here for two years promoting LinkedIn and blah blah blah. And it's like, well, no, you haven't. You've been, you've been here for, for two years promoting your business and making money. <laughs> yeah. Right? So, yeah. So see it for what it yes. is. Stop, stop, playing, stop playing the victim. Mm. Just see it for what it is. It's something here that's available yeah. to us, and we don't decide how and when we can use it. It's a, a, a privilege yep, that's to right. be able to. And you sign up to a load of terms and conditions, and if you break them, you might get booted off. <laughs> Yeah, there you go. I mean, there's no no real argument there. Um, no, it's understandable. Yeah, no, that makes sense. So I, I don't know. I don't know how this uh, this plays out. I suppose look, uh, culturally, things have changed hugely. Social media has sort of blown everything wide open. Um, we are we are much more open to the opinions of others now. I don't mean we're open to accepting them. We're just open because they're there. <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna stumble across stuff, um, and then we we have a choice what we, what we engage with and what we don't. So again, I think a lot of people don't see mm-hmm. that they have a choice. You can block someone, you can not read the posts, you could just move on quietly 
and get on with your day um, mm-hmm. rather yeah. than try and have a fight about it. Because um, I've had some of those situations and, it, and, and invariably I've sort of just sent them a message and say, look, can we have a chat? Can we pick up the phone and have a, have a talk? And, you know, varying responses. I might, might get no response. I might get a rude response and then I know where I stand. Um, yeah. Or yeah. It, most often I've ended up having a conversation with that person and we've got on really well. And we haven't agreed necessarily, but yeah. we've, we've had an opportunity to explain our points of view, you know, in a, in a, in a grown-up way, let's say. And therefore, we understand one another rather than the, the sort of truncated communication that you get from little, little lines of text. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, 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 is, it, it is really just a communication platform yes. that, that's, that, that's got an orientation towards business. Um, but I think... You know, looking at it, it with with you know with the dollar signs in our eyes, um, I think that any all of these platforms are clearly in the business of making money. That's what they are there to do. And as you touched on it, you know, LinkedIn don't owe us anything. We're on it for free largely. And if they decide to kick us off, they can. They are trying to make. They're trying to m- make the platform as profitable as they can, because that appears to be still in the 21st century, the number one goal of all businesses. It still isn't about environmentalism. It's still not about sort of sharing wealth. It's still not about doing good to the world. It's still not about not being evil. No matter what people say, it is still about the profit motive. That's what it's all about. And they're constantly, and LinkedIn, they're constantly tweaking. They're constantly making updates to it. And changing how the platform behaves, yeah. which which causes much fury. Yeah. I mean, I, I updated I updated it yesterday, the day before, and since then I've noticed that when you when you go to tag someone in a reply, it doesn't automatically come come up with their name at the top. Now you have to type type in their right. name and search for it. <laughs> so that's a minor right. change. So okay. that just says to me they're trying to cut down yeah. on people tagging people. Right, because you yeah. do get the people who post and then tag five hundred people on it, <laughs> and mm. and it can mm. it, and it can drive you nuts, can't it? When you get on one of those posts, if it gets a lot of traction, you just get all these notifications coming through. So uh, what I'm saying is, they're, oh, they're, they're trying to manage this the, these, God knows how many transactions. They're they're making changes to try and influence that towards people engaging with the platform yeah. and then making yeah. money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, that's ultimately what it's all yeah. about, and 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 everything they're doing is, is is that's the that's the main driver. And if it turns out that this ends up looking like Facebook in four years' time, if they've made their money doing that, they will. If it looks more like TikTok, or it looks more like Instagram, or it looks look more like any of that, or even a even a, a platform that isn't even launched yet, they will do that. And I think what we're seeing increasingly in lots of things is a kind of emerging into best practice. So. And, and they've said it a lot, and I, and I mentioned this in a post the other the other day. You know, a, a lot of the, whether it's you know whether it's Apple or whether it's Microsoft or whether it's Netflix or whether it's you know Google or whether it's Facebook, they've all started in a different part of the map, but they are all kind of merging into each other's territory. They're all starting to if they didn't provide content before, they are now, or they're buying content, or they're seeing that they can monetize in as a as a as a you know a, a marketplace or they're buying media uh, if they haven't got that. If they're, if they're online, they're buying offline. If they're offline, they're buying online assets. So they're all just, it's basically a power grab. It's a money grab. It's a sort of a, a territory grab. And I see a lot of these big, these big tech companies as the equivalent of nation states of, of, of years ago. They are the, the, they are the medieval powers of Spain and Portugal and England back in the yeah, middle I, ages i agree this, this um, is about power this isn't about money it's just that the power and money are intrinsically you know connected absolutely um, so yeah you know if you look at you know jeff bezos pick 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 whatever one you want to pick you know they don't need that money they couldn't possibly need that money they can they can buy anything they could possibly want um but what they want is power and actually, maybe that's the one that may power that's the one probably, thing they can't just and probably fame and me- yeah, probably fame and memory as well. It's probably legacy that they're actually trying to buy because 
um, you're right. They, they've got so much money. You, they just don't know what to do with it. You can only, you, you know, if you've got 17 cars, you can only drive one. If you've got five houses, you can only live in one at one time. I and mean, it's nice to have them. But all those things, if you've got four executive jets, you can only fly in one of them at any yeah. one time. And I think a lot of it is buying, it's buying fame and legacy and, and, and memories and being famous for, you know, that sort of going down in history because that's, that's ultimately now what must be driving them. Or just to get to number one, if they're real alphas, they don't want to be in the top 50 richest people in the world. Yeah. They don't even want to be in the top. They don't want to be in the top 10. They want to be in the top one. That's, that's yeah. their aim. And by doing that, I think they're, they're trying to build a legacy where people will in time think the greats of history, Alexander the Great, Stalin, Napoleon, Winston Churchill, Jeff Bezos. You know, I think they're trying to get in that in that space, some yes. of them. Um, and of course, when we start talking about space, we aren't really talking about space with, you know, SpaceX's with Elon and, and with Jeff trying to actually get in that get into space but in the space of our heads of being famous um so th that's probably some of the drivers behind these things um but anyway well, i digress that's 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 talking about personalities now well, rather than businesses, look, also but i mean it, those... you know we we get we get a taste of fame when we get some kind of prominence however small on on social media so so there mm -hmm. is uh you know, a, a, a cult of celebrity on there. There are people who are revered as being famous, LinkedIn famous. <laughs> um, and there are, there yeah. are people who, who profit from, from just that fame in the same way that influencers on other social media platforms get given loads of stuff and paid to advertise stuff, you know, get paid to have themselves yeah. photographed with, with whatever product. Um, and yeah, I mean, I know we, 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 I'm going to take it back to to sort of people who train people to use social media um, because I want to have that conversation, actually. So you, you have these people that have very, very big networks. They go for the numbers. They go for the metrics. And I've seen them then change into people who then train other people to do it. Buy my mm -hmm. course, buy my book. You know, here's, a, here's 50 content ideas you know, that you can use one mm -hmm. a day for the next 50 days, all that kind of stuff, um, which, mm -hmm. which to me is, I mean, it's a business, they're making money, fine, people can do what they want, so I'd always like to qualify with that, so, um, but for me, it's taking advantage of people who can't think for themselves or are too shy, so the issue isn't about how to use social media, the issue is actually more of mm -hmm. a fundamental personal issue in terms of being shy or whatever. So they can either mm -hmm. maybe learn to be less shy and do it, or actually maybe just accept that they're shy and they're okay. And they don't need all this pressure to bloody be one of the, one of the circus clowns like the rest of us. Um, yeah. But you've got people yeah. charging a I mean, lot of money for, for what I can see is kind of very basic, pretty logical advice about what to do. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm with you on a lot of that. I've got a slightly different perspective, but not not at odds with what you've just said. My perspective is is a little bit more nuanced or a little bit more complex. Firstly, kudos to those people who have pivoted into LinkedIn coaching yep. if they've been in a role that has disappeared. Yep. And I, I I take my hat off to them. You know, if 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 their work has disappeared and they can you've pivot got into to pay LinkedIn the bills, yep. coaching, yep. good on them. Absolutely. I also have a certain respect for people who've made a serious business around it, actually employed yep. people and actually turned it into a serious business. And there's one lady that I, I, I mentioned before and I bought her book and she runs proper corporate courses. She charges quite a yep. bit of money. But I think providing the corporates are paying for that, I have less of a problem yes. with that. And I also have less of a problem with people who are saying, okay, you're a bit lazy. You can't be bothered to read a 10 pound book. Okay. For a hundred pounds, I will give you some coaching to help you sort out your profile that I have less of a problem with. 
the bit that I have a problem with is people then taking it a bit further forward and saying, ah, and my methods will deliver you sales success. Yes. It's, it's how far they're taking it. And the, the example I would give to you is if I was a, let's say I was a, you know, a, I know a, a, a personal branding and sort of a, a personal appearance coach and you came to me, I'd say, Dave, look, you're not successful in life because look, you've got your tracksuit bottoms on with holes yes. in. You're wearing that old Spurs shirt from the 1970s or 1980s, the Admiral one that looks a bit naff, but horrible yeah. war. It's that's also looking very stained. Let's take you out. Let's get you smartened up. Let's get you a decent pair of jeans. Let's get you a nice jacket. And, 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 and by the way, get your hair cut and, and, and have a shave. You now look brilliant. I'm happy to take, the money off you to take you that far. What I'm not going to do is now say that you're going to marry a supermodel no, next no. month. I'm not prepared to say that will mean that you will be having a second home in Malibu. It's how far they go. I, I'm, I'm sort of okay with the, okay, I'll give you some tips on how to write your profile and how to sort out your, your you know, and what to do. That's fine. But it's when they start saying, ah, but my secret source will allow you to have, amazing sales success with your your new venture which is about selling jam yeah. about you know a forage jam and and a nettle soup yes we can you can be a no it's it's just it's the credibility problem and, it, and it's the al they're the alchemists they're the modern day alchemists that i reject i i i i i get very annoyed about yeah and i think i, I suppose you know what what they're what they're saying uh, and just actually just to say they they don't talk about getting people business so much anymore i've noticed that change in in some of the, some of these people's stuff they used to talk about getting leads and they they don't so much anymore they talk more about getting more engagement because but clearly well, because, but, they yeah, don't, because people because it don't because work people have, that's why people have worked them out what they were selling is we will yeah they weren't saying it they were saying they get, get you more leads but what they what they're really saying is we will get you we will help you get more engagement and therefore you know, you're you're bound to get more leads. Logic, yeah, my inference tell you that that you're going to perhaps get more than you were. But the, I suppose the problem I have is that people are these people are training people to to use LinkedIn. They're they're not training people to specifically sell in the industry they're in. So that method yeah. would work best for a person who looks very similar to the person who they're being trained by. Let's just say. They have, and and they yep. were going to then go on to train people to use LinkedIn. It would work for that. Yeah. It's not necessarily going to work yeah. for Kevin, the accountant from Norwich, right? He might no. get some more engagement, but he needs he needs something more. So it's a bit like your 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 example of, yeah. I mean, if if you know an appearance coach, you know anyone could take someone who was really scruffy and and go and make him put some nice nicer clothes on yeah but yeah. a real let's say image consultant will do a much better job they will understand you as a person they will understand what colors suit you i've been on some of these days i went on a color day yeah. once and i found out all the colors that suit me weirdly they were all the colors that i liked i enjoyed wearing so i kind of knew but they'll do that, and and they saw what you were wearing when you walked in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, no, but but the point is that there's 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 much more depth to 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 that that kind yeah. of work. So in the same way that that someone can sell someone a course, and they, some of this stuff isn't cheap. You know, it's 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 it can no, be thousands no. of pounds. Um, oh, absolutely. My view is certainly given given what I do, there's you could you could save a lot of money and have a lot more benefit from working more in, in intently with a person who knows what they're doing in terms of your actual business. Mm -hmm. So it's mm -hmm. kind of selling a dream a bit to me. It's like, look at me, I've got all these millions of followers and aren't I fantastic and I run all these courses. Mm. You can have this too. And it's like, no, you can't yeah. because you're not that person. No, you can't because you don't. Coach. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And you and your and your business isn't suited for this. And it's about it's about matching it's very much about matching the the channel or the product service to the channel. There has to be a good fit. Yeah. And I think it's 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 unscrupulous of some of them to try and get people to spend 
three, four thousand pounds with them to, to give them the training in order to, in order for, for Kevin to sell his accounting services yeah. in the Norwich area or whatever the chap's name you mentioned was, when it clearly will never work. It's not designed no. for that and therefore it's dishonest. And it's and it's catching people at their lowest. On their lowest ebb, they're so desperate. And that's the thing that that that, that frustrates me. They've got, they're not doing the proper both sides aren't doing the proper due diligence to see if this is credible, that, that the LinkedIn coach isn't properly checking out that they could really improve things for this person. And the person buying the service isn't thinking it through enough, but they're in a position of it's a distressed purchase. They're, they're panicking. Yeah. They're like, oh, my God, I've got to do something. And they're willing to throw money at these things. And unfortunately, we all do it. But it, it's it's the it's been their time immemorial. But they're, they're um, throwing they're throwing but, well they're charging a lot of money for generic advice, which which quite pretty frankly, much yes. If you if you Google you know Google LinkedIn help for that stuff, it, te- it tells yeah. you it tells look, it's, it's it's logical, isn't it? It tells you what to do. There's a there's an algorithm running but, the show, and if you behave in a some people way, like that hand holding. Some people like that hand holding. That's the thing, and that's where coaches and 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 consultants come in. Some people just don't like to read the book. They're, they're uncomfortable. They feel there's something missing that they're not re- You know, they're gonna. Then we're not gonna get all the gems. Um, and that's just human nature. And and I understand that. And I think if someone rather than spend ten pound on a book wants to spend a hundred pound on a course, that's fine providing the course is only telling them is being honest about how far it can get them. Well, it is where they start charging silly money to say, you know, roll up, roll up. And my magic source will guarantee you success. That's the, well, bit that and, and, me. I mean, I know I, I've spoken to, I mean, not lots of people, but I've spoken to maybe half a dozen people who've been on one of these things and it's not worked for any of them. Um, no. It's made, you know, little or, or no difference, but you 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 also see the you also see the tricks the the the, the tricks that go on. So, notice one particular one particular person who, who does this LinkedIn training. Um, you can you can tell when when they're running courses because you start to see a a, a spattering of all these very similar posts. The generic, oh, I've got lots of new connections. Right. I thought I'd tell everyone what I do. Posts, seeing those kind of things. Yeah. Um, and you also see that the, the, the person doing the training and all the people involved in their business are starting to like and comment on those posts. So they're force, falsely yep. bumping up the engagement because they've got such big followings. Yep. So again, yep. had that, you know, people have signed up, paid, they've, they've got all this engagement. As soon as they've stopped paying, they will just back away. They don't continue to engage with their with with their posts yeah so the engagement falls yeah. so that so they create this false impression that because someone's on their course the engagement's going up but it's got nothing to do with the content it's got everything to do with the fact that they're engaging with it yeah 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 i i i went on i went on a five-day challenge and i wasn't getting a hell of a lot of engagement on my posts and thankfully these five-day challenges are free and i didn't mind doing it but I, it was like day whatever it was was create your perfect you know create an ideal post and I think that post got more engagement and comments than I'd ever had before and I thought wow this is brilliant and it was only afterwards only after I thought about it and I and I didn't go through and look at who the people who had commented but I think they were all the people the other people on the course or people in that person's pod yeah yeah, had got onto it, and that and that boosted. And it doesn't need an awful lot. It doesn't need fifty comments or 50, 50 likes. It only needs a burst of four or five likes and comments at the right time. Yeah. And suddenly, what would have been a post getting thirty or forty or a hundred views got like three hundred and fifty or or four hundred. It was like, oh wow, just you know that already we're showing the benefit of this person's training. They 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 gave a, a simple template of how to write a business post and wow it worked and it's it's a little bit dishonest well you, you, you can see i mean i i, I, I comment i put, a, put a, a stupid comment on some big influencers post um two weeks ago and it's had it's yes. had over 300 likes on the comment yeah right that's more likes than i've ever got on any i think yeah, yeah. it's definitely yeah. more it's, it's certainly the most I've ever got on any post is like 200 likes 
which is very rare for me. But, yes. but you know, it, it's, I don't know, I suppose with this, this kind of influence, it's, 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 you know, you were saying about how some people don't just want to buy the book. Some people want that hand-holding. I think it's more than that. I think yeah. they, they, they think some of the magic's going to rub off. They think if they get closer to the person, they'll get more of them, more of the secret sauce. Oh, absolutely, and I think that's the, that's the thing about wanting to to, to get a get get a, a comment on on a, a post by Elon or any of those any of those famous people. It's like you want to rub shoulders with them. It's that whole thing. That's why you know that's the whole thing about fame. Why do people want to rub shoulders with famous people? Because it's somehow some of that glitter and glitz will rub off on me. Yeah. That's that's the whole thing. We're just doing it. We're doing it in a virtual world here. But that's how all of these famous people get all their entourage. And, you know, suddenly, you know, OK, there's money. But the idea is that some of that money will flow. Um, and uh, you know, they, that, that's the attraction. That is the attraction. Oh, he's famous. I need to get close to him and, and get or her and, and, and find out what, what it is. What makes them tick? How can I get some of that? Yeah. Well, and, and again, it's like, how can, I, how can I get some of that without putting the work in? <laughs> yeah. Because we all want to, we all want a shortcut. We and that's why all these top, you know, five shortcuts to oh, this, God, or yeah. five quick wins, or five. We all want because that's just, na- you know, human nature. But as we know, and we've seen the other, the other sort of, the other post that says, and actual fact, it's just all about hard work. And and I think you 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 hit this on the, hit this nail on the head in a, in a conversation before. I think mean, you 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 very much uh, have, have called out these where. You've got the, 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 the guys who've made it to the very top and they're sharing their five things I do before six o'clock every morning. Of course, that's nonsense, yeah. but it's written with hindsight. It's 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 almost this is what I should have done. That's what they're almost saying. This is what I can do. Or the, yeah. So it, it's it's lots of false hope. It's lots of it, again, it's back to alchemy. It's 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 selling people a dream that isn't real. It's and it's all it's it's a lot of fakery. And unfortunately, it's only when you get to a certain age, i.e. our age, uh, that we can actually see through it. I think there's a lot of people. Um, I'm not saying they're naive. I just they don't have the, 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 the know-how. Um, I think there's a lot of people at a younger age group who are will be seduced by that. There are people at older age group as well. But I think some of us at our age, at our generation, have perhaps seen a lot of it before and act, actually can think about what's going on. Because unfortunately, in the post-truth world, we can't trust anything. There's nothing that we can see. Nothing we can see can we really trust. Any TV program is for entertainment. Yes. It's, even the factual stuff, it's all fit. It's all fixed. Yeah. It's all fixed and fiddled. It's all so all. It's it's not what you see. Whether it's Antiques Roadshow, whether it's who do you think you are, whether it's Strictly, whether it's oh, my favourites, <laughs> The Apprentice, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and of course Dragon's Den. Yeah. How can we not mention those two? It's all fakery. It's all made up. Yeah. It's all scripted. It's all it, you know, and it's. And that's the thing. And we, we're, we're, we're living this sort of bizarre fantasy world of fakery. And it, it's it, at times you've got to get off it and, and, you know, get back to get back to reality. Um, but it's hard because you're, you're surrounded by this. And then you think I'll go on I'll go on social media and interact with people and they're fake as well. No, no, I, th- I, th- I think it is naivety because because, I mean, people aren't just asking the, asking themselves the question, is this actually true? Where is the truth here? You know, so I've had lots of conversations mm. with my son, who's, who's nearly eighteen now, and he looks at things differently. You know, all the all the he's into football, so all the sort of you know the 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 latest gossip on football, and it's like, well, how, how do we know it's true? Um, yeah. And my wife likes watching um, like Aussie gold hunters and all that kind of stuff. Oh yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And yeah. My wife does that as yeah, well. Yeah, and I've, I've been having the same conversations. It's like it's funny. It's funny how they've always got the camera set up when the machine breaks down, isn't it? Oak Island and and the yes. and the and also we got the 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 at the was it Alaska, the Alaska guard gold diggers yeah, and we got the Oak those. Island mystery and all this other yeah, stuff. And, yeah, and 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 you can tell because you can tell that a lot of it is acted. I mean, it may have happened, yeah. but you can tell that they're, they're recreating something or creating something yeah. because they're not very good actors. <laughs> yeah, because they're not actors. Yeah, and yeah. and these people have probably they've become you know many of them have become minor celebrities for not being very good at finding gold <laughs> yeah so yeah. it's it's sort of the same thing it's that influence i think people just become famous for being famous mm-hmm. and then they disappear up their own backsides one day <laughs> yeah 
No, it's it's a, it's a strange world, and and it, and it is difficult to. It is actually difficult to get away from it because you're so and and it's getting it's 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 not getting better. It's actually getting worse because we we're getting more and more screen time and more and more fakery and fake news and 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 it, it's it's really 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 quite concerning unless you just want to go with the flow if you if you're quite happy to 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 go with the flow but where where it's all going um is 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 difficult to know i mean i've i've just been in a in a writing a um just writing an article about the future of my particular sector yeah and it's going to get to the point where it's not it's not really going to be needed um, simply because you know artificial intelligence and the data that's available on everyone, we won't need to ask anyone their opinions of stuff because we'll already know because we'll have so much data. Yeah. I'll know how you're going to react, Dave, because I don't even have to ask you what is your what your favourite colour preference is because I already know I've got so much data on you. Yeah. So there's no point asking you that. And and we 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 do a lot of um, in the past. I've done a lot of work with shopping centres asking them asking shoppers about their behavior that day and how long they were in the center and where they've been and where they, where, where they spent money, where they didn't spend money. Yeah. Well, the technology is there. We know we can get dwell time off their phone. There are trackers that can work out where they've been in the mall. Yeah. And we know now with Amazon, you can walk out of the Amazon fresh without paying because it automatically builds your, your, your phone or whatever. I don't know how it works and all that technology. Is. Yeah. So essentially it means we don't actually have to ask anyone what they did because we've tracked it all anyway. Yes. And that's the, that's the, that's the key to this all, isn't it? It's the, it's the data. It's the information yeah. that, that, that people own about us now, which is yeah. quite scary. And I suppose that, that that's all. I mean, I, I think it's what frustrates me about people. I mean, maybe it is naivety. Look, I'm sure I'm naive in my own ways too, but it's just not to start asking you know, not to, not to, let's just start being more interested in what's really going on here because we don't know, mm. you know, no. we don't know how our data is being, being used, but we know it's being stolen from time to time yeah. and, and sold to people that we don't want to have it. Um, but we can't, and, we can't turn the clock back now. We can't, we can't not do it. We, you know, we, no. we, we're using stuff here. We're using, we're using, we're using anchor, aren't we? Well, you're recording this, but who else is picking up this recording? Who else is picking up? What exactly? So, still there? Yeah, it's all right. No, my I lost you alarm there. went off on my on my phone, so I've just um, I've lost you off. there for a minute. So, um, but actually, look, we're we're pretty much on the hour now. Um, so I think we're we're done for the conversation, and it might be that we do something else yeah. in the future. Be happy to to maybe sort of dig a bit deeper into. To one of these aspects, but I just just sort of finish off. I suppose it's you know just the, the, okay. the talk of you know this this whole concept of being famous. In the olden days, you had to work really hard to be famous. You know, you had to get into the movies, mm. and you had to you know you had to you had to do a lot. But now, people can have a relatively large amount of fame by pretty much doing nothing, by sitting at home and posting stuff. Yeah, or going on X or, or X Factor or, or or Britain's Got Talent or or even getting into the Big Brother house. It's all those are all the way the routes in. But you're absolutely right. You can get fame purely by sitting at home, and and having the right sort of uh, the, the, yeah. the right uh, profile um, to to, we'll, to we'll be an influencer on any of these social media do. platforms, whether it's LinkedIn, in, in, you know, Instagram or whatever, <laughs> or or whoever, you know. Um, and then I suppose well, there, there are, is that. There is that. It's not. Yes. It's not a straightforward case because then you've got, yeah, yeah. you have the, like the, the Susan Boyle, you know, she was, she would, she would, no one would have ever heard her voice if she hadn't been on Britain's Got Talent. And, and it was, a, it was one of those stunning moments that people will remember. Um, no, exactly. So it's not all bad, but exactly. I think we should, I think it, for me, it's just about, look, just, just, just keep yeah. asking yourself the question, what is actually real here? No, no. <laughs> what is the truth? And and maybe you don't know, and just accept that you don't know the truth, but don't accept what yeah, you're yeah. being told as the truth. Yeah. Yes, a wise clown indeed. Another plug. Wise words <laughs> from a wise clown. Do you plug your company? Is that, is that a nice bit? Of, is that a bit Say of nice it, branding there? Yeah, good. Uh, 
Yeah, I could do. I, 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 uh, I run a, a micro business, as I've said, called uh, Latimer Appleby. We're a market research consultancy. We've been going since 2012 and we work with a variety of different people, helping them to solve basic business problems and questions, answering them via primary market yeah. research. Pretty standard, traditional, good, and, good bread and butter, right. well, thank you very meat much and two veg market um, research I'll, I'll, techniques. I'll see you around and I'm sure we'll catch up again in the future. Good Cheers, to Paul. speak to you. Yeah, you too. Bye. Excellent stuff. Well, thank you very much for listening to the latest episode of the Bullshit Detective podcast. My name is Dave Brown, and thank you to Paul Latimer for coming on today. Uh, an interesting, an interesting chat. Uh, but anywho, uh, I don't know. Remember to subscribe and. I'll catch you in the next episode. You won't want to miss it. Um, Or you might want to miss it. I don't know. I'm rambling. Anyway, see you soon. Um, Bye.